Welcome to the Pick Truth Podcast, where we read confessions that people send us or that we find online and rate them based on their level of heat. A truth can range from a bell pepper to a Carolina Reaper. Let's get started. All right, folks, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Pick Truth. I'm your host, Dr. Vicki Harris. I'm here with my co-host. Lamont Hearn Jr. And we're here to bring the heat. All right, so this is take number like seven of yeah. this episode. So <laughs> I'm going to need you all to bear with us and, and uh, provide a little patience because Lord have mercy, we might be a little bit all over the place. I mean, we had to, this is a re-recording of an episode and I have no issue telling people that because we put in a lot of work and I give you a lot of kudos for what you do in, in reading and studying and reaching out to people. So I appreciate it. Uh, no problem. It's, it's a fun challenge, but yeah, we recorded it. We recorded a couple episodes and one was darn near unusable. And this episode was absolutely had to be a re-record. It was yeah. just unsalvageable. Mm-hmm. So just a, some technical difficulties that we are growing through. So uh, we've been here fun, having fun, actually discussing relationships and in general. Um, yeah. Gotta love them. All types of relationships. Yeah. Uh, we had a, a like a Google Duo call a few days ago. Yeah. And on that call, uh, we talked about what we think the main pillars are in a relationship. And uh, I, I want to share what we came up with, if that's okay. Absolutely. Um, and it's not just in a romantic relationship, yeah. but also with your friends, your family, and et cetera. So it would be very interesting to see what other people think. I think, uh, so we're on uh, this duo call and I asked the question, we, it kind of migrated and, and this is what we came up with, that the pillars of all relationships essentially are communication, trust, honesty, respect, shared connection, and grace. So communication, trust, honesty, respect, very, very simple and straightforward. We know you all, most anyone can understand what that means. Right. But the shared connection is that can be different based on the relationship. Mm-hmm. It could be that eros love that you have for your significant other. It could be that phileo love you have for your brother, sister, best friend, or whomever. It's that shared connection. It's your it's your teammate. It's you all yeah. have some level of a shared connection. And right. sometimes it's the little human beings that we create. Right. <laughs> That's a shared connection. And then there's grace. So that when I'm not communicating well or I am not displaying um, trust and honesty in the way that I should in our relationship, or I may have done something that you may deem as disrespectful, allow me the grace to either to be told what was done and then you know communicate to me hey this is what happened and I'm I'm having an issue with your trust here and then give me the grace to either change that behavior or understand that our relationship is going to go separate ways because it's something I choose not to change and that could be like with trust yeah. i don't trust everyone right. there's no one on this earth that knows everything about me and i can't 
And it's just, that's a safety thing for me. Yeah, yeah. But if that was a deal breaker for my friendship, like, well, I need to know everything. Because some people do feel that way. Hmm. We wouldn't be able to continue our relationship. Because right. it's not something that I give easily, let alone all of me. And that's even to my husband. I don't tell him everything. Cause of it's, course. It, I don't tell my therapist everything. That bitch is judgy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that makes sense. I mean, I completely understand. I mean, obviously, I was on this duo as well but specifically grace for me stood out because you have to allow someone especially if you have some level of commitment to that relationship you have to allow them the space to be able to make those changes and you also on the other end have to be able to take in the information that's being given to you and understand that it's not meant in a malicious way and sometimes you have to kind of not necessarily remove your feelings out of it but maybe just change your lens and see and try to view it from a different standpoint and understand that it may not be an attack as much as it's more of an attempt of assistance Mm -hmm. and you know i understand we're all human so even in that case you still end up needing grace so it's almost like this continuation of giving each other grace now there's a difference between giving someone grace and just being blind to someone continuing to keep doing the wrong thing so that's where you have to be mindful of it but it shouldn't be oh the first time you did it nope that's it we're done because then that really starts to make me question well what was the foundation of your relationship in the first place and you know it doesn't make me question the relationship it makes me question the the maturity of the person who's done the okay. the absolute thing because it could have absolutely felt real yeah. and and been what it was in that moment, mm-hmm. but they don't have the ability or the skill set to sit down and have a conversation to say this is where I am. And a lot of that is that we don't have transparency, right? We don't have that trust and that respect, mm-hmm. you know, because or it society doesn't allow it. You know, theoretically, if my husband wants to sit down with one of his old friends, like, you know, my feelings are hurt because you did X, Y, and Z, he may be looked at like a pariah. While I'm like, yeah, baby, tell your feelings. I I support (laughs) you. That may not be reciprocated from, you know, his peers. And so that, and we might not be able to articulate what we feel because sometimes we, I'm angry and that's the only thing we feel, but really it may be hurt Mm -hmm. or sadness or loss or whatever. So I don't know. We are, I'm very blessed because I, I've brought this topic up to two different people after the group had their duo call and the first question each of them asked me was you all you have a group of friends that sit around talk like that Hmm. all the time yeah we will take a subject and dissect it get opinions agree disagree go up down left right and i'm like you don't have friends you do that way yeah how do you grow right how and you know we're not all the same we at this point Right. We're we're family at this point, but we're not the same. We don't think the same. Right. And it's great to be able to like have these deep conversations yeah. and see different perspectives and, and perspectives to see different perspectives. Yeah. And some of y'all shit's crazy. And some of and including mine. Yeah. But you know Then we go eat chips and salsa afterwards or right. whatever else is there. Like we don't it, it's not we don't like hang on to it. And I, I think that's the good part of it. And I didn't even know that you spoke to two people about it, but it's great that they were, well, it's great that they were able to see it. I, I hope for other people that they can get that because sometimes you do need a soundboard that is able to not necessarily reflect back what you want to hear, 
but what you may need to hear or something that may give you different insight. Because sometimes if you're in a, you know, in a hive mind and you're just in this place where you're getting all the same information that's feeding into whatever you want to buy into, you know, you don't, like you said, you don't grow at that point. Mm -hmm. You just get more assured of what you already believe to be true. Mm -hmm. So just dead wrong, 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 all the way around. Right. And you, everyone's telling you, you're right. Oh, yeah, keep walking that tight rope. And <laughs> you're right, girl. That, that's smart. But anyway, right. I'm sure that is not what y'all came here to hear today. Like, give, so, give yeah. me the truths. Right, I right. want the truths. As usual, I have two this week. Um, one of them, I think, is pretty mild. And the other one, hmm, it's about relationships. So I, it's, I got a little spin. I put a little thread there. Like, I'm going to, this one is about relationship. It's specifically a husband and wife relationship. Mm. So I'm curious to see your thoughts. And it's, it kind of, I just picked it based on our conversation prior to here. So oh, okay. I changed it when I saw, like, oh, I'm going I'm to ask this question. Mm. So um, what about yourself? Um, I have two as well. Um, ironically, they are about relationships as well. Um, one is involving, uh, the lack of physical relationships. Um, not in the way most people are thinking when I say physical, I mean, more in person. And the other is familial. So, um, as far as the ratings on them beforehand, I don't really have an idea there, but I'm interested to see your response. All right. I'm going to jump into my first one. This one is titled, got a happy ending at a massage parlor. Wife and I are a thousand miles apart and are separated, according to her. It's been about a month now since she said we're separated. I drove to my mom's over a thousand miles away. At first, she said she needed space, which is why she wanted me to pack my bags and leave. I haven't been the best husband. I haven't shown consistency in providing emotional support. I haven't been there for her most of the time when she needs it. It became exhausted. She became exhausted over this. I don't know how to feel. I was sad and somewhat depressed when I made the long drive to my mom's and needed to feel another woman's touch again. I don't know why I said yes when she offered the happy ending, but I guess I was looking for some, some form of intimacy that wasn't there. My wife stated several times that, she, that we are separated. We don't talk or text on the phone as often. She doesn't call me babe anymore. She calls me my real name, but she is kind of hinting that she's lost and doesn't know what the future brings or if we can ever be together again. If it was my first time doing this and even my first time receiving a massage, I just felt lost. I just need to know if I'm a bad person for this. Okay, so as far as our scale goes, um, I don't think this is as spicy as he may feel. I feel like he's beating himself up more than he needs to. Um, while I've never experienced the whole idea of being separated, um, as a married person, I kind of look at it from this point of view. Um, if it was this repeated situation of we're separated, we have this very far distance and we're not really connected, I don't really know where we stand. So in that moment, I don't feel like this. I, I don't feel comfortable vilifying what he did. For our scale, I would probably say this is a poblano based on the fact that for us, that means your truth could irritate others. There are some who would be upset by this. For me, not so much. I can understand why some people would be upset, though. I can get it because they would say you're still technically married and you should just not step out. 
um, regardless of what's going on. Because even if you all are having issues, that doesn't mean you should, you know, act on carnal desires. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think he's a bad person for this. I believe it was a. It could, from what it sounds like, it was a moment of weakness. And I mean, people make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I, I think if they can find a way to, you know, work through whatever issues they have, or if not, so be it. But I would not let this be the thing I beat myself up over. And I wouldn't let that be the decision on what I'm doing in my marriage. I would address whatever we have going on and kind of go from there. Yeah. So for me, it's a poblano. Yeah. I, I have to agree with the poblano, but, you know, I'm ignorant, so I'm going to be ignorant. So first of all, I was thinking, how do you... How does it work with the happy endings? Like, do you go to the massage parlor parlor and just be like, hint, hint? Or do you go to a specific type of parlor where you know they offer happy endings? Mm. And then is it now called a milk hand? Like, if you're constantly (laughs) giving happy endings, would that be a milk hand? Can we make that a thing now? Like, I went to the massage parlor and, and she milk handed me? Or is that... I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of the milk hand. I, I know. I know this is inappropriate. <laughs> I, I know, but I'm just asking. Is, yes. Okay. I don't, I don't I, know. Yes. Okay. So to be more serious, I don't, look, first of all, there's so many ways that this could be wrong. You could be like, oh, you're blasphemous. You First, you went to have sexual relations with someone else. You're married. You're a fornicator. You're this, you're that. But most importantly, you're human. Right. I, I agree with the Poblano because it could be irritating to know that there's maybe a um, pay-for-play situation because some people really, really don't like that. Although right. we need to really discuss that as a country of you know, making things easier for sex workers because, you know, whatever. But that's neither here nor there. And I'm sure that's not anything that I can ever solve on this podcast. Hmm. But I will say that, yeah, don't beat yourself up. Right. You're you're a human being. And sometimes things happen. And you've recognized that your role is you've played with your your relationship and your spouse. And, you know, hopefully things work out for the best for the children. I mean, at, at some point, I don't care about the parents anymore. You all make your decisions and some, you know, are good right. or bad. But as long as things work out for the kids, and I think they mentioned kids, I think. I could just have made that totally up. If there are children, hope you work it out for the children. If not, I hope you find whatever piece you need. And then next time. Wear a t-shirt that says, I'll, I'll get that milk hand. Like, give me that milk <laughs> hand. I want that. I want that milk hand. Like, I'm not with you. <laughs> that's what we're going to call it. It's a milk hand. It's milk hand. It's milk. That sounds so nasty. But how many? I am not a guy. But do you want somebody who's been milk handing like all the clients right before you? Okay. So I've never had milk hand. I don't, that, I mean, I know it's a new term. So. Um, coined here, of course, but um, I've never been to a massage parlor, never had a happy ending, also known as a milk can. But um, I don't know if that would matter if I had to think about it. Now, hold on. When I say that, my my position with that is, if a person came to give me a massage and they hadn't washed their hands, they still had like leftover anything. (laughs) I'd have a problem with that. That would be my initial problem is that oh. I'm not going into an establishment that dirty anyway. I'm going to need you to sanitize. I need you to be coming out the bathroom with a towel. 
proven to me that you done done something. You know, like moms be doing with kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wash your hands, let me smell. You know, now I'm not going to smell your hands because that's too... Especially if there's milk on there. It's too close. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to cut it. So, you know what? I'm just going to bow out of this because this got weird. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to. I've never been. I don't want to go. So, nope. Okay. Nope. But we both see that one as a poblana. We yeah. both see that as, uh, it could irritate others, but right. you're not a bad person. No. And I hope you all get that situation resolved. And you're not the only person. I I, I would wager a, a dollar because I'm not a betting woman. Yes, I am. But I would wager a dollar that there are many people who have been separated over the last year, especially with COVID. Oh, yeah. COVID has probably just decimated relationships. Oh, yeah. And trapped in a house with your significant other? Like, no, I need to escape. And my kids and my dogs. Oh, wait a minute. No, I'm still married. Just calm down. But, um, But seriously, I think that there are probably a lot of people out there who's experienced what he's experienced mm-hmm. that they have, they're lonely. They miss their significant other. They need that touch. And maybe they've, you know, went to a prostitute, went to an old flame, you know, I'm going to say something real crazy. Like, you know, sometimes, you know, if a sheep looks good, I don't know where you live at, where you work at. I'm just. Hey, so I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> go to my first truth. Cause Animal. Nope. I'm just joking with that, but <laughs> but now seriously, there's right, probably right. people who really feel the same way that they are separated and they have done something sexual with someone else to fill a void mm. and feel extremely guilty. Right. So it's I think it's normal. Mm. It's normal to want intimacy. It's normal to feel guilty. Uh, I just wouldn't beat myself up about it because right. you know we are all we are. This is my thing. We all ain't shit. It's just different. Yeah, it's a different Some has corn in it, some doesn't. Like, we all ate shit. That is all I will say. Okay. So, Lamont, what do you got <laughs> for your next one? Okay. So, my first truth is titled, My mom had an abortion when I was 12, and I still hold some sort of resentment towards her for it. So, when I was around 12, my mom got pregnant by my stepfather. I went and told everyone, all my friends, most of my dad's side of the family, along with some people on my mom's side. By how I was going to be a big brother to a little boy or little girl. I was super excited as I'm an only child. She held the pregnancy for like two months before deciding to have the abortion. In those two months, we spent numerous days together talking about names for both a boy or girl, only for her to lie to me and tell me it turns out she never got pregnant, but gained weight due to some medication she was taking. But then a couple months ago, back, she told me a different story. She had an abortion. My father and her broke up before I was born, and my grandparents got custody rights of me. She said she had an abortion because she felt like she didn't want to let me down by keeping a child, but not fighting for her only child in court. But I had this resentment towards her because not only did she lie, but she had me pick out names and I was excited and she knew I was about it. She ripped it away. And I know that I know the truth after being told years later, after the events took place, I'm still somewhat holding a grudge and I don't know how to get over it. Okay. There's a lot there. Yeah. So he was 12 years old mm-hmm. at the time that he was told that she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. They, you know, he told his father's side, a few people on his mother's side, which makes me think that the grandfather and grandmother that had custody were probably paternal. Yeah. She, they thought of names. And then after two months, she said that she wasn't pregnant. But in reality, we're saying that he has been, has learned later that she had an abortion. Mm-hmm. There's a lot here. Yeah. And, you know, he is resentful of her abortion. So it's very interesting because 
I wonder if there's really just underlying resentment from the mother in general yeah. for not having custody of him. Because that's got to be some level of abandonment abandonment issues that are unaddressed here. Not yeah. addressed. Because would it have been different if she said, because if she's going to lie, why not just say, I had a miscarriage? Right. It 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 takes away all of that. He could have been a big brother. It, you're not going to be devastated. You can't be mad at someone who has lost a child. I'm not saying it's okay to lie, but she lied Anyway, anyway right. why not make it one that's plausible, but then, you know, maybe there are, again, underlying conditions that she has, she has that may not, she may not be that bright. She doesn't yeah. have, she doesn't have custody of her son, and I don't know. Right. So it's, it's, it's very, 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 very sad. It's a very sad situation. So the question is, this confession, it's, are we rating him on him being, you know, upset and sad? It's a poblano. Right. I mean, you clearly have some issues and you probably need to seek counseling. I know we say that a lot, but right. it sounds like there's some some trauma there to unpack. Now, for her side, saying that she had an abortion, that she got an abortion two months in, it, is that what we're rating? If we rate that, I too rate that as a bell pepper. We don't know the circumstances. Right. And I know life begins at conception for many and you are, you know, God knew you before you were born. I, I get that. But I also understand that some people should not be parents. Yes. I know some people are chemically dependent on things that harm children. Mm-hmm. And while I am not, I am not a proponent for myself. I mean, right in here, but my husband. And I would jump out a window if that happened again. I'm not a proponent for myself to to have that happen or to have an abortion. That's just not for me. Right. I can't say that it's not the right decision for other people. Mm -hmm. And then there's, okay, you could do adoption. Yeah, you could. Or, you know, I I rate that as a bell pepper too. Both of those, if you look at it from both perspectives, is a bell pepper. But it really sounds like, you know, the mother let him down again. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it feels like. And it sounds like, and Mm -hmm. again, this, this is why we do this show folks. Like, we do a lot of comedy. We 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 talk about these confessions, but I mean, really think about it. People feel abandoned. People feel betrayed. This individual, it seems like, has some type of issue with the mom, mm-hmm. and that is a real thing. There are a lot of people out there who have mothers that you know have let them down, who have disappointed them again and again, and to find out years later, after spending so much time being excited about being a brother, to learn. This is yet another thing she lied about. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? So there are people out here who hear this, who are listening. You are not alone. Like, this is what these confessions are for. Like, Mm -hmm. am I normal that this is how I feel? I don't feel that way, but I don't have those circumstances that you did. Right. But, you know, some things are socially unacceptable, which is why you get to the Reaper. Mm -hmm. But this here, you're a human experiencing human emotions, and you're having a a human experience, as someone has once said to me. I would give it a bell pepper. I would have to agree, especially for the for the child. Um, I, I know people um, who've had instances that uh, they were adopted by others, and I've I've seen some of the impact, even you know, within close uh, proximity to me. And I can only, even from the outside, it seems like it has caused some issues. And um, I mean, like you said, to be let down again 
is is a hard thing, especially when it comes from someone who you hold in such regard as the person who gave you life, um, whether it's your mother or father. It, it's it's tough. I mean, again, as far as the rating goes, I agree with the bell pepper, but I can understand the pain and the the feeling. But at the same time, I would never want it to be a situation where we vilify the person for having a human emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, with the mom, there's just so many things there that we don't have the information for. Um, there could have been health concerns. There could have been issues directly with uh, the stepfather that he may not have been aware of. There's so many different variables there. And even as a kid, sometimes there's just things that you just don't understand that it's just not possible for you to understand as a kid. And even when we become adults, sometimes sometimes we hold on to certain memories as we perceive them rather than what they are. I mean, like we mentioned earlier, grace. I mean, it's it's hard. And I, I know that I already said you don't want someone you don't need to give or you should be mindful to not let someone keep repeating the same type of issues. But in this moment, you know, I hope that they were able to really have a moment where they were able to sit down and really kind of work through some of these things. I don't think they're ever going to get to a place of it being perfect, but I would hope that they would be able to try to communicate in a way that would allow them to have some form of relationship, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. because it's it's still important. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Yeah. Look at that. See, I, I'm not even going to be ignorant on this one. Me, that was, I was, I was close. Oh, seem proud of you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Growth. See, that's all we're I can't speak for next week. Or the next story. Right. But, you know, growth. All right. So I'm going to go right into my next one. Okay. This one is titled, I started a wildfire outside of my town just to see if I could get away with it. A while back, I started a decent-sized wildfire outside of my town just to see if I can get away with it. Me and my friend were hanging out and doing some target shooting out in the middle of nowhere. I told him I had a dragon's breath round. All I told him is that I wanted to try it out. In reality, I already knew what was going to happen. It gets really hot where we live, and there's a lot of dead and dried bush for miles. It was also a really, really windy day. So I loaded the uh, Dragon Breath round and shot it. As intended, a lot of brush caught fire. It burned for over two and a half hours and took four different fire departments and a helicopter to put it out. The fire trapped a group of campers and hikers, too. I know that it was wrong, but I still laugh at it to this day. We were never caught. No one ever caught on. And I've only told a few close friends who live far away from my town. Okay, so I'll take it back. Growth, my ass. This person is stupid as hell. This is a reaper. I hope someone catches you. I hope you get arrested for it. You put people's lives at danger. You put wildlife at risk. This is just stupid. I'm not, I don't really get too into the gun control conversation. It's not really my thing. But this is the kind of example of what doesn't make sense to have. Like at this point, you know what a fire can do, how it can travel, how it can grow, and who it can damage. And the fact that you're still laughing about this to be an adult now, you're a jackass, dude. You need help. So, um, of course, I, I agree it's a reaper. I looked up a dragon's breath ammunition, and it looks like a giant torch, guys. It looks like an absolute, like a torch gun, uh, like a giant flame. It look, 
Listen, I'm going to call it a dragon's breath. It really looks like a dragon is yeah. shooting its breath out. That's what it looks like. So go Google it if you want to see a couple of images of what that, that is. Ridiculous. is. It says it's an incendiary effect round. Like by definition, incinerate. Incend- Come on, dude. Ignorant. It's just foolish. You could have, first of all, you could have gotten yourself hurt. You've put the lives of all those firefighters in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. You put the lives of those campers and hikers in jeopardy. I mean, it's just what, and you, I think your friends that you've told, like, did you tell them that you accidentally did it or you did it on purpose? Right. Because there's a difference. Yeah. If Lamont came over here and told me, like, yeah, look, I accidentally set my car on fire, this and this and the third happened, I'd be like, dang, that's messed up, dude. Like, right. you know, you need right. a ride. But if Lamont came over and was like, yeah, I wanted to see what would happen, I poured gasoline in the seats and lit it. Like, he can't get a ride for me. Like, nah, you, you can't even come to the house. Like, you didn't know what was going to happen. First of all, you could go to YouTube and see what would happen. Like, just. Right. But you don't know what's gonna happen, nah. So I think there, I think intent is different. Cause yeah. if I came to you, it was like, hey, I accidentally set the house on fire. You give me a hug, like, oh my god, you need a place yeah, to stay? Absolutely. Hey, I I purposely set the house on fire. Fuck wrong with you? Yeah, we'd have a problem. Get the fuck, fuck you. It was kind of funny. The kids were upstairs. Like, oh yeah. I don't, I don't hit women, but at that point, <laughs> I'd be close. Real, real, real stuff. I don't, I don't think that's cool. But at that point, I might have to consider it. Like what? You know what I'm saying? So it'd be interesting to see who he told, how much information he actually right, told. Right, what he omitted, what he... Yeah. yeah, but yeah, what, what is wrong with people? Does Smokey the Bear not teach us anything? We need to learn. Only only you can prevent forest fires. Where's Smokey at now? See, you could have injured Smokey, you bastard. That's my problem. Smokey out there smoking? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It, I don't know. In the de- oh, my God. This, okay, what just popped in my head was a guy in the Smokey the Bear costume, like, just in the costume, out there in the bush, surrounded by fire, running in circles. Like, how am I going to get out of here? Because stop, dropping roll is not going to help on a bushfire. But, right. I mean, that's probably petty and ignorant but yeah that's so hi guy if you're out there deciding to send off um dragon breath rounds basically a huge flamethrower from your gun into dry bush you're a jerk you are a reaper you should take that to your deathbed but i do hope you get caught absolutely all right all right so lamont what's the next one you got all right my final truth is literally just the title and it's um, very long, but it's more like a statement, rather. I don't have any in real life friends and have insane social anxiety. So when someone on the Internet likes or reacts to my post, I get unreasonably giddy like I somehow matter to someone. Oh, that's sad. I would say first, this is a bell pepper. It's a mild truth. But you do matter. I sound sappy sometimes, but I really do think everyone matters and everyone has their own unique specialty and they're here all for a reason. And sometimes we learn what those reasons are. Sometimes we we have so many obstacles in our way that we don't find them. So I would say she does matter or he or she does matter. It's anxiety is a real thing. It, it hurts people. It, it it limits people's ability to move forward. Mm-hmm. And you know sometimes it just takes slow going. So go ahead and be excited if someone likes your post. It feels good. There's nothing wrong with feeling good. However, on the other hand of that, it does mean you need to try to you know get some 
real life friends to, you know, there are people out there who are like you that won't judge you. Um, but it's easier said than done, especially if you have anxiety or something that stops you from feeling comfortable around others. So nothing wrong with being excited. Someone like your posts, but I do hope you find, do you hope you find some real friend? You could be our friend. You could be our friend. Come hang out with me in Lamont. Yeah, that's cool. Come hang out with us as long yeah. as you are okay with our irreverent humor. And oh, yeah, because you're going to get that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no question. Yeah, and we'll probably make fun of your posts, too, because we yeah. make fun of everyone's posts, because we're yeah. including our own. But yeah. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with you. Um, I think it's a bell pepper. Um. And to be honest, I mean, even if you don't have in real life friends, I would say um, I've seen in different communities, uh, whether it's just been in regular social groups online or even gaming communities, I've seen people become in real life friends. There's an entire group of people who started playing uh, Grand Theft Auto 5, I believe, on like PlayStation 3 or on Xbox 360, I believe. And they now have a yearly get together where they do barbecues and it's like for a whole week. They bring their their wives or their husbands and their kids. So they all get together, have a big old cookout, and they now socialize with each other in person. And I, I think you can I think now as we've changed into a new age with being able to talk to people all over the world. You don't have to now just speak to the people who are directly near you, but at the same time, you should still make some effort to cultivate in-person relationships just because there is a certain chemical release that uh, that occurs in being near someone and being able to you know, bond with that person as we've been talking about relationships. So it's ironic that I believe three mm-hmm. of the stories... Um, if not for with the stupid ass who decided to tell his friends his half story about him lighting stuff on fire, stupid, um, have talked about relationships. So, you know, there was a through line. So. I don't look at that full circle. Look at that. Full circle. All right, folks. Well, that does it for this week's episode of Pick Truth. If you like today's episode, help us out and subscribe. Send us a review. Asking the question we have is, what do you think are the uh, the the pillars of a relationship? Whether it's eros, which is like um, uh, an erotic love, the Mm -hmm. you know the root of erotic is e r ero. Mm -hmm. Eros love is the the love shared between significant others. A phileo love is like brotherly love, like. Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, you can remember that. Phileo and agape is the love of God. So mm-hmm. between the Eros and uh, Phileo, what do you think is a pillar? What's the most important thing within that relationship? So uh, that'd be our question. Throw that in the review for us. Just throw it. I, this is what you think and tell us what you think. Right. Um, it, also send the show to your friends. Let them know what's going on over here. Have some fun and laugh with us and listen to some of these confessions that they may uh, relate to and see if they can send us some of their own. Uh, if you haven't done so already, follow us on Facebook. Um, we have a Facebook group called Pick Truth. Um, it's got a lot of a lot of interaction in the Facebook group, so mm-hmm. it's getting bigger and bigger. It's very very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, follow us again on Instagram and Twitter, and don't forget to check out our merch in our store. So uh, we do have a Pick Truth T-shirt. So help us out. Anything you do will help us and. Had we sold enough t-shirts, we might not have to redo this episode that we had to do right now. So I, we could have paid somebody to help us out. Know, right. But we are amateurs. We are novice. Uh, we're we're doing this on our own, working mm-hmm. very hard to try to figure it out and learn from other people. So anything you all can do to help us out, we would greatly appreciate. 
Oh, yeah. And we also have a YouTube channel as well. We are uploading the episodes there. Uh, we do want to do some visuals and some other things as well. But again, uh, those T-shirt sales and any other things. We also have a Patreon. Um, if you want to send us anything there, just any kindness or love, we appreciate it. Um, also, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or where we subscribe. All right. So catch you next time. Later. We can't pick truth without you. Send us your truths at kicktruthmail at post.com to see if you can bring the heat.